0: You are listening to Words of Jen, where I read to you one piece of my writing in each and every episode. This is Jen, and you are listening to Words of Jen. This is episode number 75, and it is titled Busy, Busy, Busy. This is one of the episodes that I'm releasing during NAPOD POMO 2021, which is national podcast post month. And you are to release an episode every day during the month of November or as many as you can, that works too, and set it out for the world to hear. So what I've decided to do for NAPOD POMO 2021 is read you pieces of a handwritten journal that I was required to write as part of my student teaching experience back in 1997. So I'm calling these the 1997 series. This one is titled Busy, 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 and you'll see exactly why. And this is where some of the drama starts coming in. Thursday, September 4, 1997. What got done today? I got to read to the first graders today. They were very good listeners and seemed to enjoy being read to. Then I helped teach a second grade group about the first part of the Dewey Decimal System. We taught them that 000 through 099 is where to find unknown facts. Computers, world records, facts, Yeti, Loch Ness, UFOs. I got to read two poems, one about a Yeti and another about a Bigfoot. And the kids looked at the covers of books on these subjects, as well as the librarian's Star Wars figures, to give an idea about 000 through 009. It worked really well and was lots of fun. I've been told I can come back at any time and help out. I'm also going to teach this librarian how to create bookmarks on the Internet. D. and I punched out the shapes for the geometric design that the kindergarten class will be doing. We did this for two of three schools. Three, I got my picture taken for the yearbook. I must remember to buy one of these, or maybe one from each school. Four, I tried the school lunch, tacos. Not bad. Five, I got the visual aids for the Egyptian slash papermaking lesson approved. 6. We also started preparing the paper for the papermaking lesson. We borrowed a shredder from the superintendent and went through enough of the scrap paper to do all the classes. We tore the shreds into smaller pieces, enough to get through the first day's worth of classes. Tomorrow I am bringing a blender. Reflection 1. Today in one of the fifth grade classes we had a problem a small one. The students were asked to write their names on their paper. One girl has the last name Bun, B-U-N-N, and the boys were making fun of her name, enough to make her cry. Mr. D disciplined the boys by speaking in a loud voice to them about how this was mean, that it was not funny, a person's name is their name and, it, and no one's name is any funnier than anyone else's, it's just a name. This stopped it and embarrassed some of the boys who were doing this. He then let the girl leave class to go get a drink and calm down. She did. And when she returned, she appeared to be fine and got right to work. I think this was handled very well. I know my university, the teachers told us not to quote, discipline a student in front of others so as not to embarrass the student. However, in a situation where they are actively attempting to embarrass, harass, or belittle or humiliate another student in class, in front of the whole class, I feel this means is the only appropriate way to end this behavior. Two. In the same class, there is a student who speaks only Spanish. There is no aid, and the teacher speaks no Spanish. It happens that there are at least two students who are at least semi-fluent in both English and Spanish. They translate. It works out flooding should help him learn some English, probably really quickly. So what is flooding? (laughs) Flooding is in this context, it is where you have dropped someone into a school setting where they speak a language that isn't the one they're hearing at school. In this particular case, this child spoke Spanish only and had not learned English yet. But these two other kids that knew some English and some Spanish were able to help him start to learn some of the words and to explain, okay, this is what you're supposed to do now kind of thing. And when you're completely immersed in a language you don't know yet, you tend to pick it up because you have to. It doesn't mean he was completely fluent in English by the end of the school year, I assume, but it does help a little. So that was a concept that uh, I thought would work before I became a student teacher and then got to see firsthand sort of how this might work. Moving on. And this part is where, this is like more personal drama than like classroom drama, so (laughs) this is where I was at in 1997. I need to go get my driver's license ASAP and after that a car. Waiting two hours after school every day for my boyfriend to pick me up in our car is becoming a problem. I can't get much done while sitting at the McDonald's. I need to end this somehow and very soon. It's not working, especially if I decide to go to another town outside of the schools I was working in and outside of the town we were living in to help in the library and with the kindergarten art classes and then to M High School in the afternoons to finish student teaching. Mr. D has offered to drive me from one to the other four. I'm also realizing that I probably should be sending resumes out soon, which means I need to write one sooner, which means I need to know ASAP where I will be after student teaching, and I just don't know. I won't know until boyfriend at the time, and I figure out where he will be, if he will still be at a specific hospital outside of the town I was teaching in and the one we were living in at the time, uh, or not. He was talking about moving to Washington or Colorado. I talked to Mr. D about teaching art there, and he said Washington is rather good, but Colorado is just okay. Mr. D was talking to me about getting on a sub list and said the rumor I heard about subs not getting full positions due to supposed incompetence just isn't true. However, I can't even get on the sub-list until I know where I'm going to be. This is another problem that needs to end now. I'm wondering just how teaching and the university I went to, and boyfriend at the time, all and all else will work out. Right now, I just don't know. I'm not entirely sure I want to leave this state. This is getting long, but what else am I going to do? I'm stuck waiting at the McDonald's for three hours. So I was a little bit ticked off at that point. And I think I had with me typically, by the time Mr. D dropped me at the McDonald's to wait for my boyfriend to decide to come pick me up, uh, it was dark, it was cold, it was, you know, we were in the Midwest somewhere. So that's how it went. And this was, um, September, I think we were in by this point. So it was kind of cold there and I didn't have any money. I had no money. Now this was before everybody had credit cards easily accessible, unless you were a rich kid, then you probably did. And we didn't have like Apple Pay or whatever, so I couldn't directly access the bank account to like buy some food, even though I could smell some food, and probably hadn't eaten more than the taco I mentioned that day while I was sub- uh, student teaching. So it got frustrating, and I had a big box of stuff to grade and collate and plan ahead for the next, uh, maybe the next day, or days coming up further ahead and I had to do it at the McDonald's which was incredibly uncomfortable and cold to sit in and I was frustrated but this is not the end of this particular journal so there's more here and I can tell that I was taking out all my frustrations in this journal when I was writing it at the time I don't remember feeling better afterwards but I might have I don't know so to continue one more thing because I wanted to do this computer project with the kindergartners, Mr. D was able to justify asking the tech guy for color printers for the art rooms. The tech guy asked how many were needed for, and said he would get them if he could. The principals approved it, and now it's up to the school board. It is unknown what is going to happen, or when, but it looks, it looks great. It won't happen in time for my computer lesson next week, but that's okay. I have a color printer, and so does Mr. D. And I have to save to disk anyway, so let's see, the second week of student teaching, I'm helping the art department gain computers. Not bad. Okay, one more thing. These schools use a discipline system that involves check marks and names on the board. I don't remember the name of this system. Adversive Discipline? It goes like this. The first time a student misbehaves, the teacher writes his or her name on the board right as it happens, says nothing to the student, and continues with the lesson. Second time, student gets a check mark, 15 minutes after school. Third time, another check mark, 30 minutes after school. Next, student gets a note home, I think. Next time, gets sent to the principal's office. This is supposed to prevent wasting class time on discipline. There are problems with this system, in my opinion, and Mr. D's too. He doesn't use it. One problem is that the nature of an art class is freer than other classes, and sometimes it's great to have students talking and sharing ideas. Another problem is that by the first check mark, the student is spending 15 minutes after school, about half to one-third of an art class time. 30 minutes equals all day of class or two-thirds of class. A third problem is that if a student ends up staying after, his or her regular teacher ends up staying with the student, not me or Mr. D. It passes it off and it gives this the wait till your father gets home impression the biggest problem with this type of discipline in terms of how it affects my student teaching right now is that in order to use this system well, I have to know all the names of the students. This is just not possible. I have 47 classes of students who I see once every two weeks. I will be doing good if I can remember what grade each is in. I won't be able to memorize all of their names if I go to look up the name on a seating chart, and by the time I write it on the board, either the kid has stopped the behavior or he is actually on the first check mark. It won't work. Not to mention that, often, I won't be near the blackboard or will have my hands covered in clay, paper, dough, paint, etc. It is an unworkable solution. For these reasons, we decided I won't use this checkmark system. Instead, I will do what Mr. D does, ask the student or the class, to stop doing whatever behavior is not acceptable. Get loud if the behavior has the potential to cause physical harm to the student or his or her classmates. Get loud if an incident like the one described above happens. Common sense. Wonder what my university will think about this. And that's where I'm going to leave off with this one, because this is a little bit longer than before, but I was very frustrated (laughs) at the time. This was not, as you could tell, my first, uh, Experience of sitting in a cold McDonald's for three hours waiting for my boyfriend to come get me. And um, I have much to say about that, but it doesn't all fit in the thing about this journal. But I did mention him in there specifically because I was really frustrated. I got to the point where I don't think I consciously recognized it at the time, but I was kind of ticked off that, you know, here's what I was doing. I was doing student teaching. This is what you need to do in order to become a teacher, and he knew I wanted to become a teacher, but he was so unhelpful with that in every way possible. It was almost passive-aggressive. Now, he was working at a hospital doing IT stuff, I think, if I remember correctly, in a town that was not where the university was located, or where we were living, so he had to drive out there and back, but that doesn't mean he couldn't have picked me up on the way, or sent one of our other roommates out to pick me up, maybe, or something like that, and here I am in the McDonald's starving, and that wasn't healthy for me at all, but that's how it was going at that moment when I was writing that day's journal, and I'll bring you more of this in the next episode of Words of Jen 1997 series.